what's going on everybody hope you guys are having a safe weekend holiday weekend that is it's your man coach thank you guys for tuning in the game on and uh giving you guys wnba and female sports and entertainment uh the connecticut sun ended up losing to the indiana fever uh this afternoon and we'll give you guys a uh update on if you guys haven't heard if you know now you know um a uh, track star she's a runner she's a track star uh, her last name is miss richardson um she is defending her case on being suspended for like Stephen a would say stay off the weed however i'm gonna get into the wnba and then we'll head over to miss richardson goes up and gets a big, big block on Heidemann right there. And congratulations to Indiana. They hang on to get their second win of the season. Boy, they're happy about it, and they should be. Your final score, 73-67. to 67. So that was the Connecticut Sun. Um, like I said, they lost to the Indiana Fever. And now we're going to head over to the track star, Miss Richardson news tied to the Tokyo Olympics that we've been following all morning, Savannah. Yeah, Shakari Richardson, the U.S. women's 100-meter champion who dominated at the Olympic trials, has tested positive for marijuana following that race, and this morning that has put her Olympic future in doubt. Shakari's going to be with us for an exclusive live interview just ahead. But first, more on Richardson's remarkable journey that's drawn her comparisons to the legendary Flojo and what could be a stunning disappointment for an athlete who's won the hearts of millions. With a blazing time and standout style, Shakari Richardson recently punched her ticket to Tokyo. Richardson's going to Tokyo. Unbelievable. <laughs> the fact that I am an Olympian already. What is that? Or anything, I am an Olympian. At the Olympic trials, the 21-year-old Dallas native won the 100-meter dash in a blazing 10.86 seconds, making her the fastest woman in America. But now it appears her Olympic dreams may have been put on hold. A U.S. Olympic source telling NBC News she failed a drug test after her finals win, testing positive for THC, the chemical found in marijuana. According to her lawyers, Shakari has been suspended from the Olympic team, and her failed test may cause her to lose her spot on Team USA entirely. Her Olympic trial results were automatically disqualified when she tested positive. That means she won't be allowed to compete in her signature event, the 100 meters. But there appears to be an outside chance she could compete in a different event, What's unclear is whether she will appeal the test result and the disqualification or how long her suspension will last. NBC News has reached out to the USA track and field for official comment. Shakari captured the hearts of millions when she ran into the stands after her victory and hugged her grandmother just a week after losing her biological mother. My family has kept me grounded. This year has been crazy for me. Going from just last week, losing my biological mother, and I'm still here. And after being notified of her failed drug test, Richardson tweeted yesterday, I am human, Savannah. 
Chanel, thank you. And Shakari Richardson joins us now. Good morning, Shakari. I just want to ask a simple question first. How are you doing? Um, I'm blessed to be alive. That's about it. This is not easy. This is a hard moment that you're in right now. And I, I thank you for being on. And I know you wanted to tell your story. So tell me, you know, what happened? What led up to this positive test? Um, just honestly, boy, just I want to take responsibility for my actions. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm allowed not to do. And I still made that decision, but um, not making an excuse or looking for any empathy in my case. But just however, being in that position of my life, finding out something like that, something that I would say is probably one of the biggest things that have impacted me positively and negatively in my life when it comes to dealing with the relationship I have with my mother. So that definitely was a very heavy topic on me and people don't understand what it's like to have to, or people do, we all have our different struggles, we all have our different things we deal with. But to put on a face, to have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain, um, like who, I don't know, who are you? Or who am I to tell you how to cope when you're dealing with a pain or you're dealing with a struggle that you've never experienced before or that you've never thought you would have to deal with? Like who am I to tell you how to cope? Who am I to tell you that you're wrong for hurting? So I think just honestly, just leading up to that, dealing with my mental health, dealing my, with my mental asses, with leading up to the games, um, every time stepping on the track, definitely expected to be um, a record-breaking time or something like that. So just with that um, pressure in itself was also just another thing with this actually been my first full professional career, my first full professional um, circuit this year due to, you know, the pandemic. So just considering all of that, all of that put together in a long time with my agent, my sponsor, my my sponsorship, my family, uh, knowing me dealing with all of this stuff. So, um, Shakari, I, I just want people to understand where you're coming from um, and tell me if, if this is correct, but you, it was a few days before your big race and the trials, you found out that your biological mother had passed away. Um, you found out when a reporter told you, and it was after that that um, you had, it ingested some kind of marijuana. I, I should mention, you were in Oregon, it's legal in Oregon. You didn't violate any law, but it was against the rules of your sport, and as you said, you knew that. But is, is that what happened? Is that how this unfolded? Honestly, um, yes, that is the story. I had an interview scheduled with my agent. I knew I was having an interview. I knew um, going to an interview. Like, it was, I was just thinking, oh, been on a normal interview. And then on the interview, to hear that information come from a complete stranger uh, was definitely triggering, was definitely nerve-shocking, because it's just like, how are you to tell me that? Like, you know, it's like, not, no offense against him at all. He's just doing um, his job. But definitely, that sent me in a state of mind, in a state of, of emotional panic, if anything. And still knowing that I still, even though I'm here, I still have to go out and put on a performance for, um, put on a performance for my dream, go out there and still compete to what it is. So yes, definitely triggered and 
from there just blinded with blinded by emotions, blinded by sadness, blinded by just hurting, hiding hurt, honestly. For the fact that I know that I can't hide myself, so at least in some type of way I was just trying to hide my pain. So that was Miss Richardson and many blessings to her and her family. Um, I just hope that everything goes well going forward and she continues on with her wonderful uh, career. Um, also, I don't know if you guys know, uh, Paige Beckers, I talk about her um, a lot on this channel. Uh, she recently was mic'd up. So usually what they do is they do a mic up of, you know, a lot of players and stuff like that. And, um, and, uh, you know, it takes them along the day with their practices and, you know, and everything. And, um, she was recently mic'd up. Um, if I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna try to get it, but she was, uh, recently mic'd up, um, at UConn because UConn just started their practices. Uh, I believe they started their practices um, June 1st. And uh, right now, because the kids are back in school, they're doing their thing. They even did like a, a contest of like um, what the coaches say or, you know, how they say, get on the line and stuff like that. So they did like a, like a competition. Yes, I did do it. Uh, however, we're going to get into uh, Paige Becker's being being mic'd up. Today, I like your jacket. Thank you. Can I have it? Nope. The whole world can't hear me. You don't want to be by me? Hey. I'm the, I'm the world's assist leader in practice. I average like 200 assists. Lift. <laughs> you get elbow, you gotta fight back. Why? Because I know limbs or elbows are like sharp. One. Got you. Good job, Aubrey. Come back, Nations. Ooh. And you got to be able to concentrate, focus, boom, knock them in. That was good. I'm on this team. I got you, Chris. I'm good. Yeah, I can shoot. Janelle, I can shoot. I just did this the other day. I just shot the other day. Go get it. Yes. No. I, my, so all my shots are going to go in. I just have to get, go to the basket. I know that's right. <laughs> what? Good work today. We're done. Gather on three. One, two, three. Together. Yeah. So that was Paige Beckers, a.k.a. Talk to me nicely. And once again, like I said, the NCAA, you know, a lot of these kids are going to be cashing in. They have been cashing in uh, if they haven't already on their brand, on their name. So, um, so it's all positives all around. Um, she is back in practice. Um, she did have an ankle injury, 
Um, so now she's back in practice and she's doing her thing, getting geared up for the season along with her uh, friend, uh, Miss um, AZ Foot. So thank you guys for tuning in to Game On. It's your man, Coach. Um, once again, be blessed. Stay blessed. Um, have a safe weekend and tune in next time. Coach out. <laughs>